Welcome, everybody, to another episode of The Dice Crisis. What a crazy couple of episodes we just had. Personally, as a player, I had so much fun playing, and I know my table mates did as well. And it feels good to share with you guys, for you to all experience the just the crazy world that we're diving into. It's been such a joy sharing it all with you. Uh, going with that, hit us up on Discord if you haven't yet. Follow us on our social medias. We'd love to connect with you, chat with all of you. But I'm going to keep this brief. Uh, we've had some a lot of action going on. So how about you all just sit back, relax, and ooh, maybe crack a cold one and enjoy this next episode, The Gains of Solace. Welcome back, one and all, to another episode of the Dice Crisis Podcast. I'm sitting here with Michael Waltz. Hey. Eli Plunkett. Yep. Yeah. Kyle Spurley. Yeah, yeah. And I will not name myself. That's good. No name, G. Allard LaRue. Oh, fuck you. <laughs> the secret's out. Last time on the episode, the, the troop finished off attacking the St. Casperion's mission. Uh, finished off Arnold Splitface Crocker. It was a hard-fought battle, but it was won. He sick some kids on him. The last kill was dished out by Briggs, Andrew Nelson, who had to take off last episode. He's got to do bardly things, you know, write some songs, maybe go play at some other joints. I don't know what he's doing. He's doing fun stuff, though. And at the the last moment of where we actually left off, Crow was crying in a big group <laughs> hug with his buddies. And Crow, your, your tears of sorrow and maybe a little bit of relief from finishing off this this series of unfortunate events. Damn. Plug. TM. Uh, the tears that you've that brought forth are cleaning out the cat blind, blind from your eyes. You're slowly regaining your vision. What do you guys do? You gotta, let, me wipe, let me wipe my eyes. Oh, gosh. Got to cleared out church. A bunch of dead bodies. Still hugging Crow, my arm wraps around to his pocket and I pull out the wand <laughs> and I heal myself. Um, hey, you little elf, give me that back. I'm gonna like, okay, duck, after I got duck out of this group hug and uh, go look at some of the people that were killed by what's uh, father, uh, some of the people in the pews. Yeah, I want to go like. Look through them, see what there's, what their deal is. If there's anything to be looted, or if they're all broke as a joke. You find maybe 13 GP on all of those eight, like not on each of them, but no one of important. On they're all bodies. just all just people I don't know and stuff. Yeah, they're just all peasanty people. Word. You see that word. I I can mark that down. I've got a loot list going. If oh, you want to div, div it up, because sure. I have I have some loot from a pre from previous fights. That we haven't divvied. that we haven't divvied yet. Also, yeah, the last body that you look at was the how did I describe her before? 
the woman that reminded you of a an a down on her luck mm-hmm. woman from the temple. Damn. That was the last body that you looked through. R.I.P. And then I'm gonna assume that you guys are gonna search all the other bodies. Uh, let's start with all, everyone who's not main characters. I'm gonna roll some gold on each of those. Damn. Yeah, I'll keep track. <clears throat> Eight gold. Ready? I'm just gonna keep. I'm just gonna go. Nine gold. Nine gold. Thirty-six. Four 36. gold. Thirty-three. Three gold. Thirty-three. Uh, four gold. Five gold. And six gold. And then amongst all those people, they also have short swords, daggers, leather armor. Some, a couple have chain mail. Do you, if you guys care about that, I can give you the exact numbers. Oh, yeah, want. I love it all. You want to oh. take all that junk? <laughs> oh, yeah. We okay. got a wheelbarrow. Give me the junk. Is there a wheelbarrow around? All right, so there is... We got an orc. Feeling junkie. Would Dane want the venom of those scorps? Oh, shit, there's dead scorps. Are they too Fall. squished and fucked up to harvest venom? You can try and get some venom from them. Would just do a single craft or something? Take yeah, them. do four. Four crafts. Let's go. Is that how many scorps? There Damn. are four scorps. I'm gonna heal I the can't believe this. Through so many. Sure. Through so many. Uh, hey, yo, Lexi, you need you need any HP? Yeah, 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 for sure. Um, one second though, cause I'm running both characters. Uh, what am I doing? Craft alchemy. Yeah. Okay, that's twenty-five on one. Thirteen on one. Fifteen on one. And eleven on one. You get two doses of this <clears throat> venom or poison. Okay. 2x. Just should I put venom? Yeah. Scorpion venom. You can. We'll figure out what it does later. Just no con, worries. Just con damage. Uh, Lixie would like to grab any of her daggers that uh, she threw two into this harvest. Yeah, I think she just threw one upstairs. Yeah, there might have been another one downstairs. And then. She's going to get 7 HP too. 7 HP. We can move on to. Father Patrick and what he has on him. HP. Oh, I'm all about that. I'm running up to his body. Father Padwick, you would see around his neck a holy symbol of a moon with a skull in it. Whoa. Anybody can make religion a check? religion check on that. I would love to. Do it. 27. Okay. Yeah, you uh, got it. 15. <laughs> I know this symbol. Huzzah. Can't make a Jane shot to save would recognize life. this holy symbol as the holy symbol of Grotus. <laughs> Grotus is the god of the end times, the god of the end of the world, the harbinger of the last days, the father of the apocalypse. He lives in the boneyard along with Phrasma and is, and is a lingering presence in the sky. He is the moon that she feeds the souls of the uh, atheists to. So yeah, that's he, like a punishment for non-believers, God. Yeah. She, there's nowhere to sort them so that she throws them up to be eaten by Grotus. And this is a pendant he Grotus. has? Grotus. 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 A pendant on yeah, his neck. It's okay. a holy symbol, yeah. Pendant of Grotus. Got it? Yes. And when Phrasma judges the last soul after the last living body dies in the material plane, Grotus will descend into the boneyard to do something to it. <laughs> and Phrasma before he moves onto the material plane to clean up and pack the dust away for another reality. No one really knows what Grotus is going to do once the last soul is judged, 
but it is generally accepted that it will not be pleasant. Is there a belief that he's already done his thing and that this might be another reality? Mm, I don't think so. It probably could. Maybe some people. I don't know. We have the uh, second coming of Grotus people. I feel them. You know? That the, sounds pretty common. So do the followers of. Too. Just the oh, idea this was like, where that this has followers happened. of Phrasma don't hate followers of Grotus, but the followers of Grotus may hate followers of Phrasma. Uh, they are kind they of souls. at odds with each other. They're, I mean, I don't think Phrasma necessarily sees him as a great threat, but he, she would be aware of their relationship. Mm-hmm. Good thing I killed him. Mm-hmm. Or somebody killed him. Also on Father Patrick's body is a masterwork heavy flail. Ooh, Oof. you want this flail? Ooh, a crow. Like a yeah. sick flail. You like that tasty flail? I wonder if I'm proficient. In I don't know. What? Masterwork heavy flail? A potion. Wait, one, two, three, four potions, and a ring. Do you want me to make checks right now or not? Yeah, make checks. Just do one for four all. Four potions, of them. one ring. I uh, do do a craft alchemy for the potions, and okay. somebody can do a, a spellcraft for the ring. Uh, can I? Do an inspiration on my check. Sure. Okay, I'll just do I'll it. spellcraft that ring. Cool. 15. 22 on the potions. Okay, so the, for the potions, you will know that one is a potion of bark skin. Okay. One is a potion... Actually, he used one of them, so there's only three. Okay. Uh, a potion of cure mod wounds and a potion of displacement. Mm. Ooh, that'd been fun. Cool. Crow... What should we do for the ring? The ring, I'm trying to see. I just spelled it. You got a 15. Yeah. 15, sure, I'll give it to you. It is a ring of protection plus two. Ooh. Ooh, yeah, let's grab that. That's. And then we can go to Krokmar's body. And then Crow runs over and huddles over and starts digging. I'm really about this ring. Krokmar has a masterwork chain shirt and (laughs) an adamantine dagger, Mm. boots. A cloak and a potion. A cloak sounds dope. You want to know what that potion is? What's this? <laughs> What'd it be? I take a look, I go, ah, oh, I got a 17. A 17? It's a potion of invisibility. That's one of them invisible potions. Oh. Makes you invisible. I'm already invisible to the whole I world. I used that last episode. It's because you're so ugly. And then <laughs> we're going to need a spellcraft on the boots and a spellcraft on the cloak. Cloak. Elyon would do it, but she's not around right now. Cloak coming she in went for upstairs. a Okay. Uh, the cloak is on a 20. It is a cloak of resistance plus one. Oh, cloak nice. Plus one. Let's go for the boots. 21. Those are boots of the cat. Oh, my gosh. We are making bank from here. Yeah. Coming out pretty good. And that's just on the bodies. Is there stuff on the walls? Yeah, is that what you mean? Can I do there a perception? There rooms that you haven't gone oh, into. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. Let's... Let's... Um... So you... Let's go find those Did rooms. we do anything? Fletchlings don't have anything on them. I counted them in already. Okay. Poor Hans. Yeah, Hans has his character yep. sheet if you guys want to take his stuff. That's an RIP. That's right. an F in chat. Thank you. Where do you guys want to look around first, or do you want to leave? Um, well, when while you guys were searching the bodies, Elyon went upstairs, okay. and um, she just wanted to check and see if any of the kids are alive. They're all dead. They're all like full dead, yep, entirely dead. dead. Yeah. Uh, then they all bled out as you went downstairs. If you were to come upstairs, you would see Elyon over the bodies. Um, she's just kind of like lining them up nicely, 
maybe like rubbing the blood off their faces Aww. and just kind of putting them into a, a more respectful position. Okay. I'm going to say that most of that's going on in the room that Varnal was in. You can make a perception check while you're up in there. 12. You notice his desk is empty. Can I search just like the drawers the top is empty? Yeah, you, if you just a quick search around the room, you open the drawers in there. There's nothing in the drawers, but you could search further if you want. Can I detect magic throughout mm-hmm. the whole room? Sure. Okay, so this room is it kind of is double functioning as a bedroom, office, and meeting room. You don't detect any magic. Mm-hmm. No magic. Right. When she's done um, just kind of sorting things out, she's just going to kind of walk. She's going to walk back downstairs and join Crow and... Crow's going to walk upstairs to these doors we haven't seen yet. Okay. There's she, he, may, he may meet you halfway if Wes, you're going down and he's going up. Yep, she uh, follows behind you. She's, hey, Crow. Hey, Leon, some... uh, I think there's some rooms up here we never checked. Okay, should we, um, we should prepare for the worst. There's possibilities that there are more here, though. Uh, seems like we really have handled the situation. I mean, we did create a ruckus, so either they aren't here, or they intentionally didn't come out. So you could be right. Should we go grab the others? Let's do it. Hey! Everybody! What? What? You want to check these rooms upstairs we haven't seen? Yeah, let's search them all really thoroughly. Oh, shit. Runs up the... Runs up the back stairs that lead into the back of Varnal's office. Mm-hmm. That one? Yep, yep, yep. Uh, I'm gonna come up that way. Probably like me and Lixie run up that way. Mm-hmm. So we have four doors that we haven't been in. Yeah. Behind the stairs that we were originally fighting on. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'm gonna make a perception check when I run through that room and see if he notices. Yeah, he nat twenty notices. Dane sees all the dead kids, um, in that room, and he just screams, "What in the fuck is this? What in the absolute fuck?" They were trying to kill us, man. Don't just let's come on, come on. But all of them rushed us at the same time. But with knives, we tried oh to get them to stop. But they would all stab us at once. Unfortunately, oh there was nothing. Man. They were just they were just stabbies. Why did they look so pretty sitting here? I uh, well, the the bodies were taken care of. Oh. Except wow. for that one, and you see one that's just like electrocuted. It's like mangled. It's and mangled. Oh. oh, God, okay. <laughs> I, they just carry on very hesitantly through the room and over to this group, like, oh, God, what's going to happen now? Um, yeah, I'm going to walk up to the first door. Ooh, it's locked. Ooh, I'm going to bust it down. Okay. You want to just try and break it down? Sure. Try it. Try and kick it in. Try a strength check. Ooh, that's going to be a nat 20 for a 22. Wow. It's not enough to kick this door in. Shoot. Uh, Lixie, do you still have that pick? Yeah, she does. Cool. Yeah, I do. <laughs> uh, You want to try and pick that boy? Yeah, fuck yeah. All right. So her lock pick. Oh, my nat 20 couldn't break the door. How sad. That's rough. While I know, she, right? While she's yeah, locked, 25 we can... 25 break DC. Mm. Elyon calls not out. possible for me anyway. If there's anyone else here... I say you come out now. We've cleared all your friends out, and now's a good time to give yourself up unless you want the same fate to happen to you. And by clear out, we mean we killed them. Make a perception check. 25. Nah. 
Also 25. 17. <laughs> you guys don't hear anything? Uh, the lockpick just gets a plus because of the thieves tool and stuff, or, what, or the lockpick thing? What's yeah. the plus that it gets? It doesn't... Disable device. Oh my god, okay. 19 to pick it. Unable to do it. What's your what's what's your bonus? Eleven. Eleven. Yeah, it was like if I take a ten or even on it, it would. She be... could take a twenty on it. There's there's no threats right now. Okay. Then... After a while, she would open it up. Nice. Hell yeah, Lexi. Slide on in that damn door, there, Crow. You go first, big boy. He slides. You enter this room, and it is remarkably clean for a flop house. The bed actually looks comfortable, and it is free of lice. Three wardrobe cases lie pushed beneath the bed. What Sally doesn't even have lice in their bed? Say lice? Yeah. Oh, God. Crows used to sleep in with lice. <laughs> Do you have hair? Or are you bald? Mm, no, Crows got hair. Oh. He's got dreads. Uh oh, but, no, they yeah. got lice. <laughs> nah. Them dreads. His, got nah, his, lice. his orc dreads are just too, too rank even for the lice. <laughs> They're too rank for lice. <laughs> they smell like chemical. So you guys search the room? He, yeah, Crow yeah, went I'm in gonna, first. I'm gonna search. Did he see search anything? Away if I don't get Do you attacked, wanna, you wanna look in the 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 wardrobe cases under the bed? Ooh. Yeah, that sounds sounds awesome. Opening them up, you see a couple pairs of st- clean street clothes, hmm. a masterwork disguise kit, a mirror, sealing wax. Go ahead and make me a perception check. Hmm. Lab. Yeah. Lab. It's all you find. Does anyone else want to search? It's just perceptioning? Yeah. Yeah. I'll take a look, see in the room. Maybe. I rolled a 19 on a praise. Oh, nice. I got a 19 to percept. And I got a 21 Unless I'm to looking percept. for traps. Mm. <laughs> no, but feeling around, like digging for anything in the in these cases, uh-huh. a bottom compartment pops out. Oh, shit. Uh, look, it has a little trapdoor thing. Pushes it through. What's uh, what's in there? You find dozens of papers written in shorthand. Ooh. Two potions. A wand. Shit. Uh, a pouch of some leaf-like substance. I know what that is. And if anybody <laughs> has linguistics, you'd be able to see what the uh, what those papers are all about. Lixie is all about that, if y'all aren't. She's got linguistics. Do y'all have linguistics? Nah. Okay. Lixie, that you, multilingual, you multilingual bad Ooh. bitch. Sam, what's, what's Lixie's plus? plus? Six. What's yours? Uh, Sam's plus eight. Nice. Sam, um, you bilingual son of a... <laughs> oh, uh, I love reading papers. <laughs> I love knowledge. 21. 21. 21. Uh, so this is this. You see a lot of kind of ledger stuff, a lot of IOUs that Crockmar uh, had written to other crime bosses. You see one to Zincher and one to Crow. You see one to a a Limus Smead, uh, saying this is basically as an IO an I, IOU, uh, a receipt that he borrowed money from this guy. You say Limus Mead. Limus Smead. Smead. Okay. Uh, it's just a lot of crime boss uh, papers. Payments. <laughs> Hmm. IOUs and stuff. Ooh, IOUs. That means that boy's in debt. Oh, mm-hmm. man. Mm-hmm. Not no more. Yeah. Now the debt transfers. Um, that seems to be all in this room. Uh, there are two potions and a wand. Yeah, that you guys I was going to say the two potions, out. wand, and the pouch of leaf. Do I know yeah. what the pouch of leaf is? You can use the craft document on that. 
Yeah, that's a nat 20. I'll check nat the 20. I'll check the wand. It is something called Flayleaf. Oh, okay. That's Flayleaf. Uh, got a 24 to check out you that wand. You can look wand. that up if you want. Huh? You got a 24 to check out that wand. It is a wand of shock, shocking grasp Ooh, with wow. 32 charges on it. Oh, my goodness. That's there are also charges. two potions. I want that. Oh. I want to look what they are. 12. Mm, you're not 100% sure. I'm too stoked on this flay leaf. How do you, what's the check for potions? Craft. Alchemy. Uh, yours is a craft alchemy, but you can use spellcraft. Um, I'll check it. See if we can figure it out. 25. That. Spell. They are both potions of spider climb. Ooh, okay, cool, cool. All right. Any more rooms you want to look at? Yeah, there's more yeah. rooms. Yes, there are. <laughs> keep on chugging. Who wants, somebody else want to go in this one first, or do you just want me to keep? Nah, you. All right. Until you take an arrow to the chest, big boy. All right, Crow's going to try this uh, second door down this hallway. All right. I'm going to take one more wand hit, Crow. Ha! If that's cool. Uh, you open Almost the door. Full. You open the door to this room, and... These rooms are empty except for two stained mattresses and burnt out candles. Any perception check to see if there's anything lurking? You can. See if it's magic in there, there, Elyon. 15. You don't see anything. Yeah, Elyon is detect magicking everything. You don't see any magic here. Hmm. Not even with a button? 22 on perception. You don't see anything. Okay. Alright. Goes to the next door. It's really dark in the room, you said? Uh, the next door <laughs> over is... Looks to be about the same. These seem to be just like unused rooms that are here. Sure. 26 on a perception. And nothing in that room. Okay. Next door. Maybe it's just too dark. You open this next room. Uh, this small octagonal room has open beams, unfinished walls, and raw floorboards. The room is quite drafty with scatterings of rat droppings around the corner. Set into the studs of the west wall is a crudely spaced ladder leading up the, up the belfry. I want to climb up the ladder. It raises about 18 feet high. You can go up the ladder. Is yeah, there a wants around? to go up the I'm just like too. the lightest, smallest one in the sketchy room, I think. You so guys like, want to look in the room first? Yeah, I'll perceive the room perceive first. Perceive that room. 18 from Elyon. Same. 18? Hmm. Yeah, 16. Unless there's a trap. <laughs> so you guys wouldn't see anything in here. Then I would like to go up the ladder. Is Elyon just continually detecting magic? Yeah. She would detect a little bit of magic in one of the corners of the room. Interesting. She goes over to it if and you, takes a closer look. I will say that this will guide you to the spot that you missed before. In a kind of a little crack in the wall, you're able to move a, a rock out and find a little alcove with a stash inside. Oh, my goodness. Oh, and wow. in this stash contains 32 GP. Shit. Wow. 256 SP, 400 copper pieces, a quartz sword pommel, a silver anklet chain, a signet ring, an ornate brass candelabra, a bronze knocker in the shape of a dolphin, a folding marlin spike, a set of sail charts in a leather tube, and an anchor feather token. Or a token that you don't know what it is yet. <laughs> what was the... A token, a token, okay. And then if you climb up the bell tower, uh, you see a bell, a bell riddled with faint cracks, and it's hanging in a drafty loft. 
a rope pull cord dangles through the hole in the floor, allowing the bell to be rung from below. Mm-hmm. Slatted arches in the tower's walls allow sound to escape while keeping most of the harsh weather out. Waxy stumps of several candles, a coil of rope, and a metal grapnel hook lies discarded on the floor. Crow's going to yell up, Hello! Hello! You kind of hear your voice ring inside the bell a little bit. Hmm. Awesome. Is there a sundial around up there if it's a bell tower for uh, telling time? No. It's it's enclosed. Oh. No windows to the place? There are slats in Mm -hmm. it, allowing sound to get out. I see. But weather to not get in. Hmm. Uh, if I percept around here, am I getting anything, or is it just exactly what you said, pretty much? It's just there. You you would see a bundle of rope with a grapnel hook mm-hmm. on it. So that's that's the, kind of the most fishy. Thing I want I want the hook. I don't want the rope. Okay. You can you can get grab the hook. Cool. Thanks. You cut the the, the hook free. Well, yeah. There's uh, nothing up here but this hook, guys. So uh, I'm gonna come down, y'all. Y'all find anything down there that was special? I found a stash. As soon as Elyon finds it, she oh, shows yeah. you all and just oh. pulls out these riches from behind, oh, behind the wall. Just toss them yep. in your bag. We should uh, bring those back to a merchant to have them price it all out. All right. We have a... Oh, I see some sailor charts there. Mm. Yeah, I toss those to Crow. What can you make of these, Crow? Hmm. Can I open these up quick? They're sailor yeah. charts. I'm going to read them. There are charts of the kind of immediate area around uh, actually I might have a little bit more information but the immediate area around Riddleport uh, you see on the map a couple islands with X's on them you see one called you see one one island marked uh, the Devil's Elbow Mm, a couple interesting places on here Devil's Elbow got an X on it. Um, yeah, this will be uh, this will be a really good take to Saul. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I climbed down, and does that mean this hallway's been cleared out? Yep. All you right. guys have cleared those rooms. So I saw through the pile of bodies back in the hallway there that there was more doors. Do you guys want to go check those out, or have you already? Yeah, check them out. For, um, for game speed, sake i could just say that i'm gonna look in all these rooms i mean we're gonna look at all of them perception yeah. deep all right so we'll just clear out the rest clear through the rest of the rooms all right so one room that you go into you see kicked into the corner of the room is a pile of bedding and a lopsided chair covered with blood spattered sheets a lot of disturbing uh, a disturbing collection of small blood crusted tools dangles from pegs on the nearby wall including pliers rusted garden shears some chisels a hammer a corkscrew a, bar- a barber's straight razor, a fireplace poker, and three branding irons. A dull, a dull foggy mirror hangs in a mountain in the adjacent wall. Oh, Otherwise, God. there doesn't look too much else into At first, I was room. like, oh, it's just a birthing room. And then he's like, corkscrew, pickaxe. And I was like, oh, that's a torture room. This is where they tortured people. Yeah, praise no. on that? Anything of value? Mm, it's no. all very crude, rudimentary tools. Some of them, you're not even sure how they would... Use, use it. it. <laughs> what is this? You might for? see some things that make it look like you like you find a little bit of uh, of like stitching. So maybe it wasn't all just torture in here. Maybe they did some kind of surgical stuff in here. Well, the blood covered blanket very... made me think like, oh, birthing. Yeah, right. You know what I mean? Yeah. 
So oh. maybe on that it is a dual purpose torture. Torture uh, nurse. Let's, 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 let's patch you up type of room. This is the hospital room. You can make a perception check in there. Does the blood smell of familiars? 26. 19. 23. The 23 and the 26, you guys would find a, a small sack of coin in there containing 10 GP and 15 SP and 17 CP. Hey, you uh, see that money? Yeah, hit the rest of the room. Uh, the next room that you would look in, you'd see another old mattress propped up against the wall, making room for a wide chalk circle smeared with black ichor. Around it, empty wine bottles and, half, and a half-eaten goose carcass litter on the floor. Uh, and you'd see a rack of shelves that are empty now, but would have hold, held the wooden boxes that held all of these scorpions. Is that chalk circle on the ground, uh, yeah, and in like a signet of some religion or something historical that I might know? Uh, give me a wisdom check. Wisdom? I ain't done one of them. Ain't done one of them in a while. That's an eight. An eight? You think yeah. that this is some sort of cult ritual room? Anybody else care to Looks Pop pretty culty. Unless I could roll again, I rolled bad the first time. You agree with Dane. Yes, this is definitely an occult ritual that's going on in here. Nice. Must not be of a big religion. Must be like some small, some small weird shit. I uh, got a 10. Yeah, ten. right. Yeah, you guys are all on the same page. Rolls. You're not sure what's going on here, but you think it's bad. Okay. Hmm. I'm uh, moving on. You, you find Geezer Pidge's room. You know Aww. this because of all the bird shit in there. Uh, give me perception checks in this room. Another 26. Mm. Elyon with a 19. Yeah, searching around his room, Kyle, you in one of in his little wardrobe, you, you're kind of going through it, and you find some more papers. And looking through these, it's pretty obvious that this is the deed to this establishment. Do I need to, yeah. um, to read it? Or, or Oh, it should be in It's comment. pretty obvious it's that obvious. It's, okay. the, it's a deed to this building. Oh, hey. Mm-hmm. Got the mm-hmm. deed to the building. It's ours now, everybody. Oh, crow, that is the score. Hell yeah. Uh, Hell yeah. Nice. That's what we need. What are we going to use this for? We're going to give it to Saul. It's going to be Goblin Part yeah, 2. Let's put these with all of our other papers, all the crime boss notes yep. and stuff, and let's take it all to Saul. Um, we just scored him a mission. Very much so. Was there another room, or is that the last room in the room? A room of the room, the room, room. Yeah, you guys have cleared this place. Aw. It's probably. Cleared. It's late at night. Okay. Late, late at night. Late, guys, late at night. Yeah, you guys probably started this whole th- raid at around midnight. Well, I suppose we go back to the goblin, get some well, well-deserved, well-needed rest, and um, maybe talk to Saul in meet the morning. up with Saul in the morning before before we open. Mm-hmm, 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 mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. I'd start walking back there. Yeah, let's uh, let's head back. What you guys do we start- want to do with Hans? Oh, his body man. back. Does he have a Leave. tag? Is there like something that identifies him? His face. Yeah, it was like they didn't have like dog tags and shit where you could be like, here's his face. <laughs> you can cut off his face. I don't want to cut off his face. No, that's just morbid. Oh. I'm going to leave Bayar to Hans. They seem like pals. Yeah, let's see what Bayar. Let's let Bayar choose what he wants to do with Hans. And then. I ain't carrying him. You don't have to carry him, Bayar, but would you relay the news and. Mm, yeah. Okay. Sorry about Hans, man. Mm. He was kind of an asshole. Yeah, he kind of was. Sure High five. Enough. Slap. 
<laughs> it's pretty heartless, but I like it. <laughs> all right, so we're all walking back. You guys would walk back to the Golden Goblin. I'd like to split off with Lixie and just fall back like 20 feet okay. so we can chat and not be in the group. Sure, what do you want to say to her? The little blood on your face reminds me of the first night that we uh, we met. <laughs> that was kind of crazy, wasn't it? It really was. <laughs> it was, uh, you know, you've only gotten more beautiful since then. Thank you? Yes. I've been <laughs> stabbing more often. You know, it seems to be working for you. Maybe the blood of the innocent uh, fuels your... Wait, no. What? <laughs> That's kind of weird, Dane. I'm not going to lie. I don't say that. Yeah, you do. Oh. You know you love the blood of the innocents. There were so many dead children tonight. <laughs> so many. Yeah, I was surprised to see that they just kind of slayed them without trying any other way to subdue children. I mean, I understand how it goes in the heat of things, yeah, but I guess damn. I didn't see it, any of it happen, yep. but there's a bunch of dead kids up there. Yeah, it's gotten worse, but so be it. So yeah. be it. So be indeed. Make the rest of the return of the walk. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. You guys would make it back to the Golden Goblin. Sick nasty. Uh, I suppose Lixie parts off at some point to go home, or does she stay at oh, the Oh, yeah, she'll go home. All right. Bye. Thanks for your help. You're welcome, Crow. I'm glad that we could we could get revenge for your mother. Yeah, fucked him up, that's for sure. <laughs> now no mothers have to be scared of death ever again. Mothers will live forever. This one she was for away. the mothers. <laughs> for the moms. <laughs> for mom, huzzah. Huzzah. Did Sam split off already? Sam's is staying at the Golden Goblin. Oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah, what do you guys want to do now that you're back at the Golden Goblin? Um, Snooze. Wash gonna, myself and... Yeah, yeah right. thank everybody for helping. I'm going to get to my bed routine. I'm going to give Sam a hug. I'm going to give Elian a hug. Give Dane a little hug. Everybody hugs you back. I think it's kind of weird. Do, give, do you guys hug him? It's kind of weird, but I hug him back. I make a will save. <laughs> <laughs> I hug him. I'm actually gonna go home, home tonight. I'm gonna oh. kind of grab some things, drop some things off, and then slip away. Okay, sounds good. I'm gonna give Bayar a good old handshake. Mm-hmm. Thank you for your service. I'm gonna shower. No problem. Uh, or yeah. night, guys. Medieval version of a shower. Good, good night. Right, you guys get ready for bed. Elion makes it home. You make it home to a dark and locked house. I unlock it okay. and go inside mm-hmm. any signs of noise or life no walk past father's bedroom take a peep in he's not there he's gone he's not there tonight okay uh surprised i open his door a little more and step in and call his name nothing take a look in his like wardrobe i know that he was planning on leaving does it look like he packed up it looks like he packed up does it look like he left Huh. Double check. I go look at like the food stores, looking for confirmation. Like, did he really leave? I mean, there's still food and stuff there. There's food, but his like all of his items are gone. Yeah, most of his stuff's gone. There's still some stuff there, but okay. I take a peek um, at his nightstand next to his bed. I'm gonna go over there and I'm gonna just like check it out because I know that's where he keeps his important stuff. Mm-hmm. You'd open it up. Yeah. There's. That's empty. Oh my gosh. Okay. Oh my gosh. Uh, Elyon is just gonna kind of go sit down in bed, and you would notice a note on your bedside table. Oh, oh shit! Oh, pick it up, my dearest Ellie. 
It's your dad. I... I couldn't bear to see the look on your face when I said goodbye after after last time and how disappointed you were with me. You'll find the deed to the house and the shop here. If you want to manage it, you can manage it. If you want to sell it, you can sell it. If you want it to stay open, I have I have a, a, a blacksmith in mind who could manage things for you. Her name is Rola Colehart. She's a very nice, eh, but strong dwarven woman. Oh, yeah, I hope to see you again. Love, Pete, Dad, Daddy, Thresh. <laughs> and he went to Magnamar. That's where he took. Yeah, that's to? where he said he was going. Did he ever give me an address or tell me the name of the woman that he's going to meet? No. Wow. All right, Elian's gonna kind of take the note fold it up slowly and put it into her pocket and just lay down on the bed until she meditates into mindlessness. And that happens. And everyone else on the Golden Goblins going to bed? I just... We snoozing. Ooh, one more thing that I forgot to say about Krokmar. He also had a holy symbol. This one, Crow would recognize it. It would look familiar because the holy symbol is a pick with a skull at the, the top of it as it forks off the two actual spikes. Pick? Like a weapon pick? Yeah. Okay. I'm going to keep that. You can roll a religion on that. 10. 25. I'm like, holy shit, look at the, that. <laughs> the Inquisitor, who kind of relates to this, a little bit, doesn't recognize it, but Dane knows it as a symbol of Xiphus. Xiphus is the god of accidental death, Ooh. graveyards, and tragedy. Xiphus and Grotus together is like a really ominous fucking... Mm -hmm. it, he has, he's a bitter enemy of the goddess Phrasma. Mm. He is worshipped by small cults. Uh, Crow, if, if this might, like, as, as Dane talks about this a little bit, it might... Uh, peak your, your memory a little bit and you're like oh wait yeah Phrasma doesn't really recognize him as an enemy because he's like too small to really for her to care about but followers of the grim harvestman as he's called believe that the god arose from the first maddened soul to die a pointless death Ooh. it is written that ever since that time every mortal that dies in the same meaningless way is destined to be absorbed by Xiphus after death this puts him in direct competition with the goddess Phrasma, and his followers believe that once he has acquired, acquired enough souls that he will be able to engineer the death of Phrasma herself. Hey, Crow. Yeah? You just added, like, a bunch of kids to that whole, like, toll. Maybe he'll come soon. Oh, shit. Oh, well, you, you <laughs> had kind of had to. So. I mean, R.I.P. Carl. He was the first. That was Fuck. him, right? He was Carl? Yep. Carl. And you want to see what he Damn looks it, like? Carl. How he's depicted? Ooh. He's like a reaper. Yikes. Yeah, let's sell this or destroy it. Or Oh, he's cool. Maybe is I can wear it. The and... scythe has a vomiting a sickle out of it. Yeah, dude. Like a skull opening its mouth to a blade yeah. is horrifying. And you would remember, Crow, that this holy symbol is the exact 
well, like a mini version of the pick that that guy on your boat took out and then crushed some dude's skull with. Oh, damn. So he was a follower of Scythus. So they're after me. <laughs> or at least you keep crossing paths with I'm them. I'm going to, yeah, let's, let's hang on to this. This might come in handy. All right, so you guys are sleeping, and this is probably a good time to roll off to see who gets some of these items that everybody wants. Uh, do we want to make claims uh, about why you deserve them, and I'll give you guys bonuses? Or would you just like to roll off for all of them and see what happens? Oh, I don't think everyone has an interest in all of them. So, like, the people that want them roll off against each other? Yeah, I assume that you all wanted all of these. I don't Let's want go for half of them. Like yeah. all of them. I don't want half of them. You don't want the ring of protection? <laughs> I want the, the cloak ring resistance and the cloak at, both, at best. And the boots of, of the cat. I'm all right. That's, They'd be cool, but... Well, I mean, whatever you want, you're going to at least roll off against me. All right, so the first one we're going to go with is the ring of protection plus two. Does anybody have any claims on why they deserve it? Or maybe why somebody else doesn't deserve it? Huh? Michael, what do you what do you think? Can I throw out a game-changing idea? Yes. I feel like Dane should get the boots, Crow should get the Ring of Protection, and Elyon should get the uh, Cloak of Resistance. If you guys like that, sure. You what, guys can, seems useful. what do your resistances like at right now? Or uh, your saves, I, I guess. thought you had the best argument for that. For the cloak? Yeah. Yeah, I mean... <clears throat> right now, my uh, Fortitude 1, Reflex 3, Will 5... Yeah, just an idea. Use a bonus. I definitely like that idea, but if we want to leave it to the dice, I'm not upset about that. I'm definitely down to be distributing where the characters see. Yeah, you guys can definitely do that. It's just sometimes it's fun to roll off. Yeah, it is fun to roll off. I didn't know you guys would work so well together (laughs) and want to divvy, divvy and share. Um, I'll give you the cloak for for a boot if we don't want to roll for it. If you you get in the ring. I'm cool with that if you guys are cool I'm, with it. I'm cool. We're chilling. All right. All right. Word up. Cool. Tight. Take rolling, your things. Rolling for him at least gives us uh, temporary ownership. So you can be like, yes, will you trade that or no, you won't. You know what sure. I mean? So maybe we can roll and then be like, so can can yeah. I have that? Yeah, let's roll. Um, oh, we could. Oh, we yeah. I was just saying after this, oh. like we can just do this one out, right? Sure. So, so I'll give you the cloak. You give him the ring. You don't have to give me the ring, but are you going to give me the ring? I'll that's give you the ring. You. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. So that's a plus two to my AC. When Elyon gives it to you, yes. she says, "Quit dying." Yeah. Thank, thank you, Elyon. This will, this will help in my adventures. <laughs> it of gives not me dying. the boots. Quit falling. No. <laughs> Quit falling. Um, that is rad with me. For right. loot. Now that we have everything divvied up and we have sold stuff off air, or we figured out the cost of things off air. Want to hear the GP totals? Yeah. Divvied up. Sure. All right, so we got 2,958 gold pieces divided by three. That's going to be 986 to each of us. Wow. And then we got some silver, uh, 90 silver each, and 417 copper, wow. 439 copper each. Hey, uh, Elion, bet you can afford to get into the cipher gate now, like by a lot. Still don't want to see those fancy boys. <laughs> That's what I like to hear. Fuck the fancy boys. We're sleeping now. Fuck the free world. So yeah, Elyon's not even there. Yeah. <laughs> you guys would be woken up by a knock on the door. Saul would enter. Nice. Hey, morning, morning, morning. I oh, Elyon's on here. Oh, what do you? When Elyon gets here, will you guys uh, meet me in my office? Absolutely. All right. Thank you. He walks up. I would like to prep some extracts while I wake up. Do it. 
Uh, Crow's going to get up, uh, get ready for the day. What does Elyon do when she wakes up? So I imagine she comes out of her meditation. She's just staring at the ceiling. Uh, same spot she was looking before. And it's just kind of like that weird feeling of she gets up and like goes to make breakfast and stuff. And then uh, she remembers with the house being so quiet that her father's gone. And it's just kind of that feeling of like walking around not quite sure what to do with herself. Uh, the forges aren't lit. And she uh, eventually just gathers her things and locks up and heads over to the goblin. Did I tell you that he left you the deed? Did I say that? You mm -hmm. did, yeah. Okay, She's yeah. got that in her pocket still. She looked at it in the morning. She's going to carry around the deed to a place? She is. Well, I'm going to steal it from you. No! Don't. Roll a perception check. Okay. <laughs> just kidding. <laughs> I was going to have someone <laughs> pickpocket you. Uh, yeah. Head over to the Golden Goblin. Yep. Yeah, uh -huh. so she gets there uh, on time, nice and early. Walks up to the room, knocks on the door, walks in. Morning. Good morning, Elyon. Morning, Elyon. Look what I made. It's just two, it's two of my normal extracts. <laughs> it's nothing special. I made Crafter's Fortune and Heightened Awareness. Nice. Oh, nice. Uh, <laughs> yeah, Elyon, it's real good stuff. <laughs> Saul wants us to go to his office whenever you're ready. Okay. I'm ready. I'm ready. Should we uh, get, bring some of our, the rest of our stash that we're not gonna, that maybe we, I want him to look yeah. at these sailor charts. I want pendants, sailor charts. Um, maybe some of these crime boss IOUs. The IOUs. And the deed. And the deed. Mm -hmm. There you go. That's the things we need to bring to him. And um, and our information on how we murdered like twenty people. Word. You go to his office. Oh, thank you. So come on, sit down, sit down, sit down. So how did how did last night go? You guys you guys left off. Bayard looked okay. Huh? <laughs> it was. Where, uh, where's Hans? Where's Hans? So to start favorite. off, we're gonna tell you that Hans did perish. Uh, he Hans. he Hans. he fought Hans. bravely, but he couldn't land very many swings. And being up in combat like that, he uh, he took huh. a toll on him. I thought we thought he was a good fighter. Hmm. I guess he didn't really have to fight people standing near my vault, but yeah, yeah. he looked strong. He did. <laughs> he spoke so good, so good. Um, we found so a well. few things that mm -hmm. might be of interest to you. Okay. Uh, these may be less or so, but we thought you might want to know anyway. They're holy symbols. One for uh, Grotus, and, and I show him the for... pendant. One for Cyphus, and Crow holds up this kind of just like. So he looks at. Mm, yes. We saw that they were having some culty, uh, culty meetings in the mission. There was like circles inlaid in salt and shit like that upstairs. So, um, if that explains anything, they've definitely been doing a little bit of sus work there. Mm. Uh, so that's fun. Yeah, I guess. I'm gonna take back the pendant and. Um, and just to, before we continue with some of our loot, we did managed to kill lots of people. Good. They um, deserved it. One of them was Father Padrick. Don't know him. Another one was uh, Varnal Splitface. Yes, that's, that's good. Yeah, that's the one I care that's about. That's the one that we, yeah, yeah we, we got me, him, Saul. Knocks me my adopted child. Thank you, know. you. Yes, my mother is uh, not gone in vain. The creator of Cat Blind, Fat-Ass Mumsy over there, she's dead. Good. She's a bitch. She is. I tried to get some right over here, but she didn't I want to sell it. To it me. seemed like it really fucked people up. It yeah, got crow. Guy, she got me right in the <laughs> eyes. Yeah, you got to be careful about that stuff. Even on your skin, it starts to burn. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Imagine what it does to your belly. Fought the whole fight, <sighs> That's mine, what I pretty it. much. Or half of it, anyway. 
Good, good. Anything else to report? What else did we find? So, um, we found all these IOUs. Oh, a bunch of his debts from Ooh, past crime bosses. Let me see those. I'd love to see those. There's gotta be some, there's gotta be some names that you recognize, yeah, Saul. There's, this, is there's this name, Limus Sneed, that I've never seen before. Limus Sneed. Ooh, that... That's a coincidence, because that's kind of why I was bringing you in here today. Uh, so, as we... As we mentioned a couple of days ago, I was looking for Larer. Uh, I still haven't found him. Wow. Uh, he... So, I sent him out a couple of days ago to go talk to Lima Smead because when I started this place, I needed to get... Uh, I, needed, I needed money lent to me, and I borrowed a lot of money from Limus. And I think he works for Zincher, so it would... If I, since I wasn't really able to pay back, I, I was I sent Lara with a, a payment, like the biggest payment that I've been able to do so far, thanks to you guys, and he hasn't returned. And I know that he works with Zincher, and I'm thinking that Zincher might have done something to start something else or keep us from becoming from, from growing. Mm. So yeah, I'm I I I'm worried about Lara. I I would I would ask you guys to maybe investigate this for me. I can tell you where his house is. You can go search over there, and I can tell you where Limus Smead's place is. Yeah, I can tell you a little bit about Limus. Please do. We'll also give him the deed here in a couple. All right, just he'll like that. All right, oh, so yeah, he will. Limus is a is a money lender. He's kind of chubby man. Always seems to be sweating. Oh. Gross breath. Patchy beard. Fond of cheap cigars. He's always got a stogie in his mouth. He's a very suspicious person. Uh, he's not gonna let you in unless you say that you're there for money. Uh, you could probably force your way in. I don't think he really has much of an operation going on there, but locks on doors and very suspicious makes it makes it easy to go. I've heard that he has a guard dog. Uh, be careful of that. And yeah, I think he runs with Zincher, so we kind of have to be wary about that too. But if he did something to Limus, or not Limus, to Lara, then we have to find out what happened and go from there. Saul, do you know what Zincher and Splitface's relationship was? Good? Mm. Bad? I wouldn't say that Enemies? there's much of a relationship going on. Uh, uh, Splitface kind of... He tried to stay out of the way of everybody. Okay. That's why he took to the poorer districts and just ran, ran some petty uh, pickpockets and just so Zincher crimes. probably doesn't even really care. No, nah, Zincher's he's he's uh, he's not in Zincher's radar. He doesn't okay. own an establishment that's competing with his business. Okay. We know your policy on Splitface. What about with Smeed? Hey, if I don't have to pay him back, it's fine with me. Well. We can Just see what we can do, but that's a pretty how much heavy stretch. do you owe him? Uh, maybe another, maybe another ten thousand or so GP. Hmm. Okay. But in that same vein, I said I would pay you guys weekly as bonuses. So here's some weekly pay, and he hands you each a hundred more GP. Ooh, wow! Thank you, Saul. I gotta keep track of my my employees before I can go pay off these debts. So thank you for your for your work. Thank you, Saul. Oh, and Saul, we did uh, manage to find the deed to the mission as the well. The deed? So, so the, yeah, we're going to leave this to you since we were... Uh, you're going to sort give of, this to me. Sort of work, takes it from your hand. We were sort of working for What's you at the time. So, uh, yeah. Thank you. 
if you want to decide what to do with that or as far if, as we're concerned the property is yours <laughs> well all right then if I, you yeah I, if you want us you. to kind of aid you in what what it could be used for we most certainly will but we'll uh leave that up to you mm-hmm. yes yes have I'll, you tried I'll a bakery mm. are there are there industrial ovens over there no there's a lot of bird shit there's a torture room, so just keep that in mind. <laughs> and then we cut back over to the the Saint Caspian's mission. Oh no! And a blind geezer pidge stands up from being knocked unconscious. And there's dead bodies everywhere, but he can't see them. And he just walks back up to his room and starts going <laughs> back to the birds. <laughs> oh my god! And cut poor, back. Poor geezer pidge. <laughs> geezer? What happened? Oh it just smells bad. Oh my god. I do ask that uh, I think this place had potential to do a lot of good in the community, though Splitface was definitely abusing that power. Yes. If maybe there were a lot of innocent that were there. There were. If you could possibly help with that, I think it really could be a good service, and it would look good for the goblin itself. We would be more than willing to help in a more humanitarian way as well. The goblin Speaking church. for me and Elion. Yeah, that the golden matter. the golden gospel. The golden church of goblins. No. The, if, you, if you say church of goblins, people are going to think goblins are there. We'll come up with a better name we'll or think, something. We'll bring can we or trade I could a probably gobbo. just sell it. <laughs> wonder how much I could make from it. Maybe. Why didn't we sell it? Sorry. That would have been insane. Should we should we do that? No. Nope. Should, should we keep the GP for ourselves? <laughs> if it's over 15k, I want the GP. If it's over 15k, you pay your debts to Limus. And then we don't have to kill him. We can just walk over there with some cash. Maybe get Lara back if he's not dead. I feel like a loan officer would have a lot of money in his home. But also, where do they keep money? Like other banks in the city. Well, that's all I have for you guys. Uh, if you have anything else, let uh, what do you, yeah, or else yeah. you can go. Oh, uh, just really quick before we head off on this mission, I did find some of these sailor charts as well. Oh, um, neat. Ma- I know really you and I had talked about the boat endeavor possibility, so maybe this will help you. Um, if you want to hold on to these, maybe take a look at them. I'll come back and study them with you. Sure. Thank they, you. They show travel paths of what assumes to be people that are working with Splitface, so that might help a little. Yeah. See you, where they come and go from. Do you know of an island called the Devil's Elbow? Hmm, yeah, yeah. It's not too far off the, off the, the Devil's coast. Bow. Yeah, there was an X on that. those charts of the Devil's Elbow. Yeah, it used to be... Uh, it used to be... they. Someone tried to make a city out there on its on their own. Uh, they eventually got people to come out and, and, uh, and settle it a little bit, but... The landscape mixed with the with how hard it was to get uh, goods out there made it kind of fail. Mm. So it has this weird, like, repertoire of being hard to get to and hard to bring shit back from and stuff. Yeah. So maybe treasure hunts and stuff. Yeah, maybe. Lots is of anyone, boat crashes, I bet. Anyone known to live there now? Mm. Knowledge check. I don't think so. I don't think so. Mm-hmm. Anything local or nature gonna tell me some more about the place or? Nope. Cool. All right. All right. Well, we'll go. Thank you much, Saul. Let's go do some work uh, quick. I'm gonna go get some stuff for you guys here while we uh, while we bail. I'm gonna get you some of the goods. That way you're not out while we're gone. Okay. Sounds good. Rad. Yeah. I leave. Bye, right, you guys. You know. See you later. I want to do some craft checks for the Gabo. Okay. How many? As many as you want. Up to how, five. How long do these take him? 
I was thinking about that. Oh, yeah, you're right. If I craft all day, then I can't leave. Yeah. And Ellie and I would have to go on our own. If he went to do this mission right now, yeah. yeah it sounded important to him. It does sound important. Just... So I was going to not man the door today, and I was just going to kind of go straight over there and investigate. Yeah. Okay. Well, shit. You can certainly craft. I, I just... told him the thing. Uh, maybe, maybe I'll talk to Flynn... Finn and see if he actually needs any or if he can get by on the day. Okay. Hey, uh, Finn, you around back here somewhere? Poking in the back door behind the bar? Mm. Any Finn? What time is it? It might be early. Not a whole lot of people would be in the bar, really. Nah, there's no Finn yet. Okay. Well, with no one around, I'm just gonna assume that they seem fine, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna come with these boys. But I need to make a stop up in the room, uh, drop off money and stuff that's uh, in my bag. Okay. Empty yourself of your unneeded equipment. And then do you guys want to go to Limus's house or do you want to go to Lars' house first? Lars. Okay. Yeah, let's go to Lars and see if he's there, but I feel like that would have already been checked. Is it, way, is it really out of the way? Nah, yeah, okay, Not let's really. go to Lars. Right. Oh, Lars. Right, Walking down. What part of town does Lurer live in? Lurer lives in kind of a, a spot where the Wharf District starts meeting the Leeward District. So it's on the fringe of kind of like the good and bad neighborhood. So you guys are walking to uh, Lara Felden's house. And you notice walking through the town that you seem to get... You see, you seem to see recognition on a lot, of, a lot more people's faces as you walk through town. You see somebody maybe eye you up and then turn turn into a corner. You see people actually it seems like people know who you are mm. on the street compared to the first few days walking around when you were not involved with uh, the Golden Goblin. Your deeds of the Golden Goblin are becoming known throughout the town as you walk to Lara Felden's house. Right on. You get to his, his apartment, one bedroom or one room apartment. Kind of, Probably more of a, a townhouse than like an apartment. Get up there, and it's one room. The door is open. Do you go in? Yes. Yeah. I'd like totally. to perceptive eyes. You walk into the house, and you notice a man laying in the middle of the floor, oh, and the no. the room looks thrown about. Things look like they've been taken. Blah like, blah. Can I? Can we check for his life? Yeah. You walk up to the man. Yes. Make me heal check. 14. You go down to this body, your hands reach down to check to, to check his life. You touch him, and the man wakes up. Holy what, what, are you, what are you doing? LaRue? Who? This is not LaRue. Damn. There's just some drunk, homeless guy sleeping in the middle of his of his house. All right, buddy, time to go. What and, do you mean? I'm, gonna grab him up. I'm, gonna, I'm sleeping. I'm, I'm going to throw him out. Okay. Tosses that. <laughs> Kind of stumbles down the stairs, looks back, and scratches his ass, then keeps walking on. <laughs> like a monkey. So yeah, make God. a perception check around this room. Yeah, I'm going to look around hard. 15. I'm going to... 10. Fuck off about it. The place looks ransacked. Things have definitely been taken. There are drawers and stuff open. A uh, little bit of blood kind of spritzed around. Uh, yeah, it kind of looks like a crime scene. Is there like... I mean, can I go through the room itself and, like, see if there's any, like, 
I don't know, sign of foul play, if there's any, like, notes, if there's any, like, you know, if he left in a hurry, why was his place ransacked? I'm confused. Yeah. So what was your perception check? How long are we in there? You can search it as long as you want. Can I take a 20? Sure. And 28? 28. 20 minutes in the house tells me. <laughs> so... Thoroughly examining, investigating this scene, which Dan is so, uh, I want to say akin to do. That doesn't seem right. I think that's probably. He likes to do this. He searches <laughs> around, kind of going over every every square inch Drawer. of this apartment, looking at things, pulling things apart. He, you know, he probably didn't have a lot of valuables in here mm -hmm. to begin with. Uh, it doesn't look like there. these are signs of a struggle. There's, mm -hmm. It doesn't seem like there's a fight that happened here. It looks like somebody just kind of came in and started going through his stuff, looking for things, maybe taking things. Mm -hmm. I'm gonna just kind of roll that perception into into like a, a kind of survival. You see the tracks of many different people have come mm -hmm. through, come in through here. Uh, pretty much anything that could have been valuable has been taken. You would find a, a journal eventually and kind of piecing through it. It's just kind of random stuff. Something does catch your eye. He is getting across uh, a little bit of a suspicion that he's feeling towards Saul. I, he, he's, he talks about how he's confused at where this money's going. We're, mm -hmm. we're making more money than it actually shows. I don't, I don't know where it's going. Mm -hmm. And that's, okay. that's pretty much the gist of everything that you can find out from investigating so, this place. I guess what I'm getting from the scene is that if not forcibly taken from his home, he might have, like when he left or was taken, whatever, that might not have caused all this damage. This might be the people ransacking an open home. You mm -hmm. know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So if it was left unlocked enough for a drunk dude to come pass in, all of the like mess in here very well could be unrelated to him being gone. You know what I mean? It could be aftermath of him being taken or leaving and leaving the door unlocked. The only thing that we know is he's not here and there was a drunk dude on his floor. He had questions about the about money, Saul, but... um, and money seems to be our connection right now. We know mm -hmm. that Saul has some money issues with Smeed. I say that's our next step. Be yeah. on high alert. Go look for this dude. You guys want to go check out Smeed's place? Perhaps, <clears throat> perhaps uh, Lerur, uh, since he was questioning Saul, wanted to know more. And Saul perhaps gave us... he went that way. Saul gave us Lemus's address too. Yep. Nowhere to go. Mm. I think we need to start questioning Saul, maybe too, if his trusted people are also questioning him. Well, maybe. what I'm thinking there is, yeah, when when we come to this dude, we don't necessarily know that Lemus is in the wrong here because it right. sounds like Saul is. You know what I mean? So like maybe not come in accusing him, just be like, you should talk with us. Just having a conversation, yeah. Because trust me, like you won't take all three of us hostage, but you know what I mean. <laughs> like you can talk. With if us. he tries, then we fight. Then we fuck up. But, yeah. Mm -hmm. Okay. I'm just worried that this could potentially be an inside thing because we're mm -hmm. only we're following the information that Saul's giving us. So we have all, one we side Saul of the story. Up or something. Mm -hmm. And this investigation, in my behalf, I would like to have both sides. So I would like to talk to Lemus if we know where his house is and shit. Maybe uh, kind of walk towards there first without going in and maybe like see if it looks okay. guarded. Yeah, I'm gonna draw you a map of his of his house. Midday time type shit. Okay, 
you guys would make your way to Lima Smead's house, and his house is a townhouse that's crammed in the tenements on Rat Street in a rundown section of Riddleport. Mm-hmm. You get to his house; it's a it's a modest sized house. From outside, what can I perceive? Uh, from the outside, there's a front entrance that is kind of random. Whatever, easy. Uh, I, near the back, there's a pile of barrels and old crates and stuff. Do you want to percept around the house? Yeah. Like well, you want to do around a, outside, you wanna, yeah. yeah. You want to get a perception around the house? I would like house? to walk around. All right, do that. Do you give me a perception check? Nah, I didn't do very good on that one. Lamb. Lamb. Levens? Natural one. Oh, lamb. <laughs> you got an 11 too? Yeah. Well, it turns oh, out that an 11 is good enough to see this. Oh, God. A lamb? Lamb. You uncover a poorly hidden green cloak trimmed in sable. Each of you would instantly recognize this as Lara's coat, and it is blood-stained, and it's hidden in some of these crates over here. OMG. Oh, shit, Elyon. Y'all, this is is Lara's coat. The blood is still fairly fresh. Man, I want to grab that. We're hot on a trail. Do we want to make it obvious? I'm worried. I I don't want to walk in holding it. No. We We know it's there. Let's just go, and we'll come back for it. I say we play like we don't know when we first... Mm-hmm. Go in. Okay. So, how many stories is this, two? Two. All right, well, who wants to walk in first and... Yeah, no one knows on the first floor. <laughs> See, uh... I'll bust her down. Well, I mean, we walk in nicely. I'll knock. And... You go to the front door and knock? Yeah. You hear in the background somebody oh, yell Dave. something. Oh, boy. It's a lure. Put steps up to the door. There's a, a metal slide, like a, a window slide that opens on the door. What do you want? He sees you guys, you see recognition go across his eyes, he closes it, and lock, you hear the door lock, and then another door behind that door lock. Hey, we, we're just here to talk. We have no, we don't know what's going on. That was Leave really me the sketchy. fuck alone. That was really I know creepy. who you people are. I don't give, I don't, I don't, I don't want to deal with you. All right, we I'm, owe you money. Don't you want to talk you about You have money payments? to give me? We would like to discuss on behalf of Saul. Make a bluff check. Ooh, that's going to be a good one. 26. Nice. That's a good bluff. We're just here to talk shop, man. You can take my fucking weapon. I don't care. (laughs) He narrows his... He slides the thing back open and eyes narrowed. Let me see the money. said we're here to talk shop. I jiggle uh, a coin purse on my side. Kind of pat it a few times, but I don't hold it up for him to see. What is it you say you're here to talk about? We're here to mostly discuss uh, what Saul owes you. What Saul owes you. He owes me a lot. Yeah, so we've heard. Better get or else someone else is going to come looking for him. Well, we would like to talk about what he owes you exactly so we can make him pay up. I'll do a diplomacy check. Okay. 20? You hear the door unlock and he opens it up. Okay, so he you, he lets you in the front door. You enter this little like secondary room, which you can tell is probably uh, a little bit of a... Uh, a safety room. You mm-hmm. can, so there's two doors to, to try and get through. If somebody tries to bust through the first one, he can quickly retreat out the second one and lock that one behind him. And then you would enter into the entryway. And halfway through it, it's kind of, it's not like a whole room, but this, like, there's not two rooms, but this big main room is divided into two with, with a, like a half wall that goes, that cuts it in half. You guys would hear, you, you walking into the room, you'd get hit in the face with the, the sense, of, the strong sense of cigars, 
bo and like animal shit and you would lead you around and you just sit there's a there's a set of stairs in the in the south portion leading up where would, would you like us to sit limus Oh, I got my desk over here. You guys can sit down in front of me in the chairs. I only got one chair, so you're gonna have to stand, most of you. So, what you terms? Money? What terms has Saul agreed on with you thus far? That way, we know what to relay to him. He knows damn well what he owes you, but we don't, and we're working as the men, so we need to know exactly what he owes you. Why wouldn't he tell you the whole deal if you guys were coming to negotiate with me? Do you trust Saul? I don't trust anyone. Neither do I. So what did he tell you? That you that he we owe or he owes you lots of money. That's true. Is he gonna pay it to me? From what we hear, yeah. When? That's what we're here to discuss. What uh, what can we He's... make for it? Make for uh, the the plan. What can we tell him from you? Since we're here, we'd like to make some sort of payment plan. Can I do a perception just kind of generally around? That's kind of what I was thinking too. While we're sitting here, do I hear, smell, sniff? Sure. Roll perception. Particularly, I'm looking for any signs of lower. I want to hear like a mmm, mmm, anything. 27. Ooh, that's hot. I got a 26. You hear from the room on the other side, you go, Mm. monkey. Some rustling going on in that room. Listen, if you're not here to pay me and you're not here to fork out it for another loan, if you don't need another loan, I'm going to have to ask you to leave. Tell me, what's a person like you doing in a place like this? Shouldn't a moneylender like yourself be in... I don't remember the name of the wealthy nearby. You have the riches. I don't... Boast. I don't have the money. I'm not lending out my own money. I see. So much like us, you're working under the word of someone that needs some money or else it's probably your head. And same with us. Yeah. Yeah. That's everybody who lives in Riddleport. So how can we get that to you? <laughs> what uh, what type of plan can we make with you? There's already been a plan. He's been late. We don't know it. Then your boss should have told you about it. It's- That's why we're here. We don't trust listening to the word of him. We need to hear from the source what he owes so we can... That's how debt collection works. Well, he still owes me a good... Uh, maybe nine nine thousand GP. Mm-hmm. He's supposed to be paying me in five hundred GP increments every week, and he's been mm-hmm. behind the last two weeks. I didn't get anything, anything from him. And if he misses a payment, what is the current policy? If he misses enough payment, somebody's going to be sent to collect it directly from him. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Someone will soon. You haven't sent anyone yet, though. Not yet. Has anyone been here recently? From my understanding, Saul has sent payments over to you. He usually sends Lar, but I haven't, I haven't seen him in a while. You haven't seen Lar. Can I sense motive? Yeah. It's the motive that. Actually, give me your uh, modifiers and I roll them. Okay. Oh. All right. I have a plus two. Okay. Okay. I have a plus one. I have a plus five. I don't like doing it this way. (laughs) That's right. I like it. He doesn't seem to be telling a lie, but you don't necessarily trust him to begin with. One of the payments has gone missing in a trip to you, so that is why we have been sent, but if you claim to have not received a payment, then this is beyond both me and you. You swear you haven't seen Lara? I haven't seen Lara since last payment, which is, I don't know, two weeks weeks ago. ago. It's been late. If he... If he is 
continuing to be late, I'm going to start doubling it. I'm going to send people out to to collect. This is not going to be a good situation. At this point, Elian has stood up. Can she walk outside to where we came in? Is it not locked? No, uh, you could walk outside, I guess. Okay, she goes over and she, like, disappears from okay. view. I think that means that your guys are supposed to go. Follow your friend. Get the fuck out. She comes back and she uh, oh. throws Lurer's cloak in his face and then she like moves behind the desk and she grabs him and she likes try attempts to push him towards crow and uh like can she choke him could she get a, her hands on his neck uh roll me a cmb crow, crow's gonna kind of go towards his falchion as he gets closer to him or is pushed closer rather 22 you successfully grapple this man. You throw his desk on. He he looks at it confused and, and shocked. And then you come up behind him and just grab him by the throat and put him up, up towards I, Crow. I put him against Crow's big body. Listen, and what, I say, what, then what the Crow, fuck? Crow's got a Crow's got a falchion to his neck as well. Then what is this? It's a it's a coat. It's a coat. Sense motive. Okay. Plus oh, two. Yep. 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 I'm, or is it just you? You're you're talking. You, to him, you don't I? believe him. I don't believe him. No. Okay, uh, I don't believe you. <laughs> it is a coat. I've never seen it before in my life. This is Larer's cloak. What's it doing in in your yard? And why is there? I don't know. Anybody could have put it. that there. Was there blood on it? I don't know, but I'd say good riddance, regardless. Thing is, we went to Larer or Larer's home today. Place was ransacked, and next stop we do is to here, only to find that his bloody coat cloak is on your property. You've got some explaining to do. Crow now presses the falchion against his neck. I'm gonna pop an extract, my heightened awareness. If we're out of turn, should take me a couple seconds. Yeah, you can pop it quick. Cool. I'm just thinking here. So he he's he's gonna try and, and push you off, trying to break free of your of your grapple. Okay. And he he's not able to do it, but then he whistles and everybody roll initiative. Yes. <clears throat> Fuck yeah. Got my falchion on its neck. This is exactly why I popped it. Oh that. man. I got eight. I really don't think he knows about Lerur, but Elyon thinks he knows. Mm -hmm. As far as Dane's concerned, he knows. But so Crow, I, Crow got an eight. I don't know. Maybe yeah. he doesn't. Eight for Crow. But Dane's like, yeah, you bullshitter. Elyon, eighteen. Dane, uh, thirteen. All right, Elyon, you go first. So he whistled. Yep, he whistled. All right. Do I get the feeling that that means that someone's coming? Yeah. So Elyon's intelligence. Yeah, you remember you what he said? What I. Uh, Saul said about a guard dog. Doggy. Uh, so she's holding him. Can I? Uh, he attempted to break grapple, so I, I'm gonna. You have to maintain or let him go. I'm gonna let him go. Okay. And I'm gonna just take one step back and say, this could easily turn bloody, and it's not gonna be our blood. You better be talking about what happened to Larur, or you're not gonna make it out of here. Uh, roll me an intimidate check. Twenty-one. All right. Right after, right after you say that, you hear, oh, oh, ah, 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 and a baboon comes out oh, from the from the other room oh, and God. goes and tries to bite Dane. Guard dog, more like guard monkey. Is a fifteen hit? No. Nope. Okay. Nice. Thank God. It's How your turn, scary, Dane. Though. Dane, this this kind of yeah. he, he looks mean and, and like hyped up. He just comes He's bounding out and and goes directly to bite you. But I, you step aside. And I had just really popped my heightened game. awareness, so I'm also kind of like yeah. You you kind of heard him coming, and you just like twitch, and he, his jaws like snapped in your face. I 
am open-handed right now. Everything is sheathed. I'm going to try and grapple and uh, wrestle this monkey okay. right now. <laughs> okay. I'm, I'm going to straight up go wrestle and uh, kind of crouch and go at him like that. All right. All right. Is Dang, that CMB? Get a monkey boy. Yeah. Oh, it's going to be a 10. 10 is not enough to grapple uh, this monkey. I whiff past him. Stand up. baboon strong. I'm ready to punch. I got my fists up. This uh, is your fight. Yep. <laughs> I'm about to square off with a baboon. Limus's turn. Crow, do you have your falchion out? You say you had yes, it up. Yes, it was on his I, neck. I remember that now. So Laura is pinned between... Nope, not Laura. Laura. Uh, Limus. Limus is pinned between Elyon and Crow behind his desk. Uh, he does feel threatened by Elyon's threat. Okay, okay. Just settle down. Let's settle down. Otsk, otsk, off, back, back, otsk, back, otsk. He's going to try and handle animal, animal quick. And the, the monkey, he's just like... He's just like snorts and he just <laughs> stares at Dane. I'm just staring back, snorting. All right, fine, fine. All right, I see my life worth the amount of money that Saul still owes me. You're lucky that I wasn't prepared for this. I'll let you guys go, but I, I don't know anything about this Laura person, I swear to God. Then help us understand why is can I talk? Are we out? Yeah, you're out of combat. Why was his robe in your yard? I don't know. Anybody can plant a robe places. I turned and looked both like Crow and Dane, perplexed. We're, we need to huddle up privately. Perception. Uh, you can you can leave. How about no? Would since he told his monkey to chill the fuck out, would uh, I be able to? Rent up the stairs. Try it. Okay. I just full round 60 feet. I'm running. I'm just gonna sprint up there and be like, oh yeah? Then what's this? It's just a sex chamber. <laughs> <laughs> then what is this? Monkey orgy hall. <laughs> as soon as you start running, the monkey would, would get freaked out mm -hmm. and go to try and just grab you. Alright. Uh, a natural nine on that one. What's your, CM, what's your CMD? CMD is 14. 14? Mm. I wasn't trying to trigger the monkey, but I see how that works. Yeah, I rolled a percentile to see if he was calm enough to... to <laughs> that monkey was revved. To, like, follow orders. <laughs> <laughs> he was so revved. Nope, he doesn't have a bonus to his CMB. That's not good enough. Okay. Yeah, so you, you get by. This monkey is still kind of, like, chasing you, but he doesn't. He didn't uh -huh. grab you. You can run upstairs. Yeah, I'd like to make it to the top of the stairs and perceive quick. What are you doing? Otsk! Otsk, stop! I won't touch anything. I'm seeing if Larur is here. We're gonna find out. I don't take you for your word, Limus, but I have to see. Yeah, you would run up the stairs, and you'd make it to the top, and you're in kind of a hallway hmm. area with a door in front of you. Oh, damn. Can I listen? Can I just listen without going in the door? Like, perceive? You might want to say that. Yeah, and the oh, win yeah. the windows up on this floor are boarded over. But yeah, you can percept if you like. Listen. Yeah, I would like to take a listen instead of an open. Uh, yeah, that's gonna be seventeen. You still hear the monkey downstairs. Okay. Nothing. Nothing on the other side of this door. All right. Um. Maybe here. I'd like bit. to come down as far as I can and say, "There's just another room up here. I don't hear anyone." He could be gagged. That's for us to find could out. be unconscious. That too. He could be dead. <laughs> I hope you understand, but we're going to need to look into that room. I got nothing to hide. I'm sure you don't. Go ahead, look around. I'd like to open the door up there. 
There's some shit in the corner. You open up this room and it's just a simple kitchen. Oh. There's a there's barrel, door. a nice serving table. Yeah, there's another door that you can enter I, in. I see the door over there. I'm gonna open that one too. You open up this next door connected to the living room and you find a bedroom. It's filthy, cluttered with discarded bits of food, dirty clothes, and other trash. I see another door. Yes, you do. You open that one as well? Yeah. This is a cluttered room used for short-term storage and collateral before Smee transfers it to... That's information okay. you don't know. <laughs> it's a clo- just a closet filled yeah, with shit. A, uh, you find... You do see uh, a strong box. So it like, doesn't seem like valuable shit in that little storage room then? It looks like valuable stuff com- sh- could be in here. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a, a, a lock box. Okay. Well, there's no humans up here. I'm gonna return downstairs to relay the information. Up there we have what seems to be his bedroom, a kitchen, and a, a storage room. There, I didn't see anyone. I told you, I got nothing to hide. I believe you now. Well, this I have a really strange feeling about all this. He sits back and starts lighting a cigar. I light it for him. Thank you. Spark it up. Yeah. Gone. I'm I'll, good. I'll, I'll take one. Cigars? Sure. Sorry for holding a blade to your neck. Yeah, well, fuck you too. Thank you. We'd like that for him? Well, we hope... I light it for him. <laughs> Spark it. <laughs> well, we hope we don't have to see you again on bad terms. We've got to figure some shit out. Yeah, I would and prefer we're it get... if I never saw you people again. Yeah, we're gonna get Saul to get you some money. You don't... Uh, no. Okay. You know what? Here's a GP for your trouble. Wait, didn't he say he was gonna wipe the debt? Yeah. <laughs> no, I thought he said the. I thought he said the the amount of money he owes him is worth his life. So so he, he, stopped, the, he, he wants stopped to be alive. You. Yeah. I, he wants to be alive so he can collect said money. Is what no, I took. No, he's it. gonna no. He, oh, he wants to be alive so he doesn't yeah. care about the money. Yeah. I thought you were saying he wants to be alive so he can see the money. And no. I was like, okay. He's gonna trade his life for the debt. Okay. Well, that's a bigger that's a bigger deal then. Yes. Then I didn't say that. Fuck him. <laughs> Good. Well, let's, Sweaty let's grab Lars' coat. Yep, we need Lars' coat. You have yourself a good day, fat man. Yeah, you too. Walk out. Yeah. Never come back here. <laughs> I try to pet the monkey. You fucking can I, hope Can I don't. pet it? Oh my god, Ots. On the way out, I just try to, like, stroke it. You reach out very attentively to it, and his eyes narrow, and it starts burying its teeth a little bit, and then you just, like, touch its head, and it just kind of shrinks under your hand a little bit but it lets you touch it and then it runs away into its back area <laughs> okay that's that was, all I wanted that was nice runs away <laughs> can I just take a peek into the back area before we leave where yeah. the monkey was make yep, sure yep, he's yep. shitting on lurker so you look in that back area and you see just like a pile of straw and shit and there's a fireplace back there hmm. Hmm. this monkey knows how to create fires yeah it's a fire monkey <laughs> good monkey. fire baboon I'm gonna pet the monkey as well no <laughs> Everyone trying to touch the baboon. You reach out towards its hand, and it bites your finger. Ah, dang it! Take a point of damage. You piece of shit, monkey! Did you hit that? Did you slap the monkey? No, I, no, I just waved my hand. Say, <laughs> spank the monkey. You just spank that monkey. <laughs> All right. Where did my freaking pen go? I got to get out of this stank house. Yeah, you guys are free to leave. I am leaving. Yep. Good. Yep. Man. Uh, all right, recon we all outside. All, we all outside. Recon outside. <laughs> Someone had to have planted it here. 
I, yeah, I was Who could it for be? Your pencil. <laughs> I know. <laughs> uh, okay, so yeah, someone definitely had Lerer. And if it wasn't this big boy, it's definitely someone who wants to frame big boy. Well, I, you know, in our train of logic, I only see Saul as the perp right now because he's the one that gave us all this information to go attack him. He probably just wanted us to do his dirty work for him. He could very well have planted all that just to make it seem. He said to investigate. He didn't necessarily say to go kill him. He said he didn't care if he did, but I wouldn't necessarily say maybe he wanted us to, you know, fuck up the enemy. There's a chance that he truly doesn't know where Lerur went, but there's also that big chance that maybe he had his death set up to make him seem wronged. Right, that's what I'm, that's a pilot. We just got to keep it in the back of our minds. Mm -hmm. Do we want to go and tell him what we found? I mean, I've known that Saul's ran sketchier business than a bar before, so he's definitely not unfamiliar with maybe I some of the more criminal. Yeah, I wouldn't put it past him. He might be a bad cop, per se. A dirty cop. But I personally don't care if Saul is the one in the wrong here, being that he still pays me. Yeah. I, uh, I say we report to Saul what we found and um, yep. see what he says. And if we get bad vibes from him, you know, whatever. 100%. I agree with Elion. Let's make the trip back. We bring back what we have for information from his house, his coat, Batman, and uh, see what he has to say, huh? Sure. Head we back track. to the Green Goblin, go up to his room. So what Goblin? God, Golden Goblin. <laughs> Dang it. You go to the Golden Goblin, and Saul's sitting there at his desk. Ah, you guys, what did you guys find? I don't remember his voice. Taste. Saul Van Kaskiskin. Well, we originally went to Lerur's place, only to find it empty. Mm. Well, well, (laughs) there was a drunk man inside, Uh, but we threw him out. Squatters tend to show up, and uh, all of most of his valuables had been pillaged, and he uh, was not there. It didn't look like a fight had happened there, but his place had been ransacked and quickly gone through by who we don't know. Interesting. We followed that up by going and talking to, uh, what was... Smeed, that Smeed. boy Smeed. Smeed, and uh, interestingly enough, we found this, and I pull out Lerur's cloak. <gasps> That's his jacket! I'm looking intently at Saul when I take it I was it thinking out. the it's same thing. Bloody. We found uh, this on the property of Smeed. Make a perception check, or a sense motive. Actually, I, I got a plus. I rolled a sense motive. Oh, All right. I got a two plus two. Plus five. You guys, pretty much all of you would think that he doesn't look as surprised as you might expect. Mm-hmm. But he does react kind mm-hmm. of surprised and sad. He's also pretty battle-hardened. Like, we, could, we, we were like, Hans is dead. He's like, oh, I liked him. Well, you know. I'm assuming since you brought back a bloody jacket and not him, that means that you didn't find him. No, we didn't find his body. And I believe Smeed in his telling that he doesn't know what happened. We have fully... I wouldn't I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they knew that they were going to come over Zincher and maybe they someone set up a stakeout and took him out before he even showed up. 
would they have taken the money that he was carrying with him too? Did he have uh, transportation of gold? Yeah, he's bringing about 500 GP over there. Well, that's uh, a possibility. This sets us back a little bit. We've explored. Uh, if you, would you like us to proceed in the investigation in any way? You definitely can. But in the meantime, I'm going to need somebody else to step up in his place as floor manager. Anybody volunteer? What does that mean to us? Uh, you just have to be around to help organize. and then You're pretty much doing a lot of managerial work for me now. It's just this is going to be a new title. Uh, you can... You have more say in what everybody else is doing, basically. Do you have somebody in mind? Hmm. Hmm. Um, None of us want responsibility. <laughs> there's a part of Dane that thinks that that's obviously more up his alley than yeah. cutting people's throats. He'd be like, I, I think Dane shows signs of managerial promise, but if I'm anybody else would like to plead their case, I'm all ears. Oh, what, is it the drug use? It's the brains, not the bronze, big boy. Well, he came in here, and he came to a place of business that takes people's money, and he made almost a, a thousand GP just in one the first night he was here. I think that's a good sign. I've got a lot of knowledge on the yeah. areas. Well, but feel free. This is the interview right now. You're interviewing together, or we can do separates if you'd like. I personally appreciate the offer and would like to maybe think on it until we get the end of this uh, Tell you what. figured out. Tell you what. I will raise you all to a managerial status. And what? you will share any, any of those responsibilities. You guys, at this point, everything that you guys have done just kind of on your own accord has only brought in new business. I was able to pay you each 100 GP in the last week just as a bonus. And that's all to you guys. So you guys, I'm going to give you full responsibility to do what you need, do what you want, do what you think will uh, help the Golden Goblin prosper. And I'm going to bump up your daily salaries to 25 GP each. Woo! It's very you got it, kind boss. of you, Saul. That sound good? Yes. I appreciate the act. Would you like us to continue in this investigation for LaRue? Or do you want us to just start working? Well, to be honest, I've lived in Riddleport for a long time, and when people don't show up but their bloody clothes do, there's not much you can find. If you'd like to keep looking into it, you can I feel free and be and put my mind at ease knowing exactly what happened to to uh, Lar, but at the same time, I was the one who put him in danger, so there's that. Mm, sounds like we should just get back to work. Yeah, yeah, I suppose. I suppose. Saul, so, what are some things holding back the Golden Goblin right now? Hmm. What are some things you want to see happen? We could... Uh, Boat rides. We need ghoul tables. We need... I think there's... So, the Velishu River. Mm-hmm. There's no bridges across it, as you might have noticed from living in this town all your life. Mm -hmm. That is because back in the day, uh, there was goblin raids and other monster raids and stuff like that would happen, and everyone could get... If they were on one side of the river, there wasn't a bridge for things to move across and, and do more damage to the town. Mm -hmm. So because of that, there's only, there are no bridges, and there's only one ferry running people back and forth. 
and the other side's still equally as populated mm-hmm. nowadays. Yep, that's the free coin district on the other side. And mm-hmm. You know what free coin means. Free coin. Free, free booty. So what you're saying is you would like to run another ferry. I think it could be wise to run a ferry because we can bring people right to our back door. Yeah, a goblin-specific ferry. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So we could potentially... I love it. We could potentially... Uh, we have a boatmaster. We could uh, think about it. We yeah. could sell the the St. Casperians by a boat. You could. I think that would work into the Golden Goblin's grand scheme a little better, yeah. for sure. There's I mean, a lot of things I'm that sure the Golden we could Goblin get a big or boat. Saul could use with another building. Yeah, we could try... Yeah, what you got ideas for that? No. I'm trying to think of things that the city needs. I know it has a lot of... A lot of stuff already as far as like merchants and stuff goes you know what i mean mm-hmm. so i'm trying to think what type of thing that saul would even run it could be another another cover like it was it was a mission that was a cover for running but we could do it a little more above the books keep it a mission and maybe do some of our uh, running out of there to keep it out of, off of the eyes of the goblin i mean if you guys want to try and set up your own base of operations and know. get something going over there that that could be fun uh, that could be interesting it would be under affiliation with you so we would definitely need some uh i guess hearsay on what the managerial take is what does that even mean like hearsay what we're gonna do what take. we're gonna do with the building like it's up to you guys i don't know what to do with it 100 percent. yeah <laughs> oh fuck we can either sell it or you guys can figure out something to do with it i'm i'm gonna sell it if you guys don't have anything else to do with it I mean, if he sells it, someone else is going to pick it up and probably use it for what it's supposed to be used for because of the way it's already laid out. I just, I don't know yeah, how well be. it would connect to the goblin. Might be uh, good in for Dane's mother being a religious type. She He's might have a good Another use for form it. of a temple or a mission. Put it under some family name, I don't know. There's a lot of things you can do with the building. We don't need to make the decision on it now. No, I no. like the choice of they the ferry. It. The ferry sounds cool. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll do some talk and see what we can think of for the building for you. If nothing comes about, I think you just earned yourself a boat. Yeah, cool. Yeah, and I'm sure that we could buy like a ship and maybe like a small river boat mm-hmm. uh, with the amount of money we could get Probably. for the whole building. You get a ferry so, and then something for maybe some yeah. outdoor gambles. If we if we have a boat and hire a crew and stuff, we can. We can potentially bring in our supplies for less. We don't have to re- rely on somebody mm-hmm. else getting our supplies for us. So that could be interesting. Sounds like everything points to boats. The goblin could also always use additions and repairs mm-hmm. and stuff True that. like that. We could, we could add mm-hmm. on to the goblin. Anything that may be downtrodden or old can be renewed mm-hmm. with money. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes. Fix things up quite a bit. Maybe just even improving the inside of the goblin or outside of the goblin itself would bring in more customers itself, you know what I mean? That's very true, Dane. Well, hell, we got a lot of options. Yeah, you do. So you managers, you think about how you want to manage. <laughs> oh, all right? I look at all all right. right. Okay. I can manage that. I'm. It might feel like I'm putting a lot of responsibility on you, and I am, because I'm, I'm old now. I'm getting older, and I dream of retiring and maybe handing this off to you guys, some people who have really helped it helped it get going and helped a, an old man kind of live out his last days in comfort. That's well, very, very nice of you to say. It's my dream to pass this on to my adopted son. <laughs> Crow Moonwave. <laughs> Crow Moonwave. 
I got, I got the adoption papers are in the mail. Oh. I still have parents, so you can't adopt me. You can adopt him. I'm going to. My father left today. I can Are adopt you looking you too. for a daughter? I would love a daughter. I love daughters too. <laughs> Sons and daughters. I'll be brother and sister. Oh, you guys, you look like siblings already. <laughs> <laughs> Half orc and elf. And an elf. It's beautiful. It really is. We sh- perhaps now's a good time to uh, go to the docks, take a look at boats. Yeah. See, uh, see what they got for sale. Maybe oh, you're, if you're gonna head down to the docks, actually, I have something that you could pick up for me. Oh, oh. I there's some uh, there's a shipment of some really good wine and ale coming in. I uh, you should it'll be at the uh, uh, the foam runner is the boat that I that I, that has bringing it in for us. Yeah, this this stuff was supposed to come in for the Golden Goblin like the tournament. I uh, but whatever they're late as hell. So the foam runner, foam foam runner has four casks of very exotic liquor for you to go. Uh, pick up. Uh, you can take uh, you can take up to four of our extra bouncers to go down there if you want a little extra protection or don't want to want to carry it. <laughs> I might have a cart out back to you. I say I'd grab. prefer a cart. Yeah, take up maybe to, maybe one or two just to have a take little some bit guards extra. with you if you want a little bit of help like that. Some things uh, sometimes it's nice to have uh, to back up. I don't know. Yeah, for sure. Do these bouncers work under me now? Yeah, they're they everyone now works on under you guys. Ooh. Nice. Even Lixie. I'm going to go tell Finn what to do. <laughs> Even you Sam? Can. Even Sam. Tell Finn. Just be like, Finn, sorry, man. Sorry, I'm the only man. one here that can smoke drugs. Get out. <laughs> I'm the only one here. We can't have two people smoking our supply. It's yeah, just going to so burn through too fast. So you could definitely tell uh, Finn to do things and stuff. I'm not going to yet, but okay. that's cool. Yeah, so if you guys want to just hop down there since you're going down to the docks anyway, I'd, I'd appreciate you grabbing some. some Let's get some wine for me. Elyon grabs a bottle of pretty strong liquor on the way out too. A whole bottle. Mm-hmm. Nice. Yeah, she just takes it and she just starts sipping on it as they start going to the dock. I'm right. I'm grabbing hands of it as we're walking out. Me nice. too. I don't want her. We're to all be sipping a bottle. Sipping alone. Yeah, right. she'll pass it. I just want to add a couple details that uh, I. Laura, not Laura, Saul should have told you about uh, picking up the liquor. Uh, he would have said that uh, a Captain uh, Fizgabon and some dwarf is over, is going to be the person that's that you're going to go to talk to to get the liquor. Fizgabon? Fizgabon. <laughs> and he says that his spot in the, in the docks is like right across the way from a tavern called the Coral's Reef. So that's just to locate it a little bit. All right, all right, all right. So, yeah, you guys going to go down to the docks now? Yeah. Yeah. The Coral Reef doesn't happen to be the bar that Crow and I... No, that was really the frothy. frothy flagon. All yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Even gone uh, frothy flag. I icicled the guy, and then I healed him. Yeah. <laughs> Come get your money. Fine. Are you guys going to take any bouncers? Uh, I think maybe just one. She doesn't care for I don't one. see it being. Oh, okay. Let's, but if yeah. you want one, no, I, I would take a cart. I'll be the bouncer. If they have a hand cart Eight, in the back, yeah, I'll, I'll walk with a cart. Yeah, we'll grab a cart. We'll just go the three of us. Okay, cool. You guys walking down the town. Yeah. Seeing, it's it's a windy day out. It's like cloudy, windy. It's not raining, but it sometimes it feels like there's a little bit of wet just mm-hmm. coming down from the air. A lot of from that, ocean. a lot of that is spray that. from the ocean, but it does seem like it could it could rain later. How's the cipher gate look? The cipher gate, it's standing tall, man. It's tall and pretty. All right. There's no more 
bird blood on it. <laughs> when she, oh, that's good. When Elyon looks at it, she just uh, casts a spark in the air. Okay. She's if that 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 uh, purple mist doesn't mm. show up again. Curious. All right. Curious, curious. Indeed. You guys make it down to the docks, and you guys see the the tavern, and then you know that they're right next to there. There's going to be the boat. You see this boat. But you notice that it's already being offloaded by a couple guards and then a guy in very heavy looking plate mail. Picture right there. Oh. Ooh, that's thick boy. Two C's. It's a big sword. Yeah. So these people are already unloading this boat as you walk up to them. You guys say anything? Got to <laughs> We're looking for a Captain Fizzkaban. Fizzkaban. Captain Fiskaban. The man in the armor would turn around and go, ah, he's taking a break right now. What can I uh, help you with? Well, uh, we got a shipment of some liquor for the uh, Golden Goblin. Oh, no, no. Turns out that uh, those are meant for us. Sorry. And who are you? Make a knowledge local check. I recognize that sigil. <laughs> uh, 20. 20? You know this guy as... Bradicar Fay. Brad Fay. Uh, actually, F A J E. Sure. And the uh, two other, and then there's two uh, Zincher. You would notice the other guys as being Zincher guards. You know that this guy works for Zincher. Okay. On that check, so this is a Zincher thing happening right now. Okay. Uh, and you notice his his armor that he's wearing is old Corvosan guard armor mm-hmm. that. You you know and have heard of him bragging about being a Corvosan guard okay. who eventually left. Uh, like he had to. Look, I know that there's liquor on that boat for us, and we would really appreciate it. Well, I'd say we already paid for it, so it's you it's paid for. It's it. ours. Yes. So <laughs> Did so it pay we. us. <laughs> well, I don't have record of that, and uh, you guys are trying to steal my alcohol. Did so you pay either Fiskabon? back off or? Did you pay Fiskabon for the liquor? Is that who owns the liquor? He's yeah, taking right. a break. He's I'm, tied up, isn't he? He's in the bar right now, spending some of his earnings. How much to get the ale back? Just the ale. You can take the rest of whatever gar- garbage he has. He unsheathes his sword. I'm on direct orders to bring this back to Mr. Zincher, so... Move it along. I'm gonna pull out my falchion. Mr. Fay, we don't want any problems. Yes, I, we, I, yes we do. I don't want any problems. Everybody, roll for initiative. <laughs> Next episode. Ah! Problems have already come to us. When a sword gets pulled, I pull out my dick. in with you with you guys with each character since we're on our session 10 now and I want to get a, a, a feel of the headspace of everybody and how they've thought about everything that's happened in the last uh, week or so uh, yeah, who wants anyone want to start 
Elion will start. All right, She's Elion, how do, what is what is Elion thinking right now, and what has she thought of the last uh, week? Well, right now, the biggest thought in her mind is she just is, she's kind of going through the motions right now. Um, she's just thinking about like her dad left and she didn't even say bye to him. Mm-hmm. Uh, so that's kind of her biggest thing. Uh, hence, you know, the bottle of liquor. She's kind of trying to pass those emotions to the side, but she feels really confused and also empty. Like, you know, the feeling of when you accomplish a goal that you've been wanting to do for a long time, but then it's just kind of like done and you're like, okay, kind of lost. That's what she feels because she just became a manager of a place where like a couple weeks ago, she just wanted a job. And now she's looking at like, she's set up for money. She has the money she needs. She could be a potential owner of not only a blacksmith, but also a bar. Um, but as far as life changes, she's killed a lot of people in the last two weeks. True. It's and been a bloody week. Previous to that, it's like she might have fought a couple people. Maybe she was in some scraps, but she's definitely wasn't a killer. Mm-hmm. And now she's killed and been involved with the deaths of like 30 plus people. Yeah. So she's pre- feeling pretty messed up trying to sort through that thought and trying to understand her rage, which previously, like, yeah, she got angry, but now her rage results in people dying and burning to death. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Big change for her to think through. Just trying to figure out who she is now. And yeah, and everybody here is kind of at that coming to age age where they're, they have to figure out what they want to do for themselves. Now, there's, uh, there's nothing, like, telling them what to do. I mean, there's like, they kind of have a boss, but now they're at a point where their decisions are the things that are going to drive their actions. So you guys now have your own... You're learning what to do with your own agency. That's a part of it, too. Like, her dad told her... Her dad has been her guiding direction, mm-hmm. and that's part of the reason she, that she started doing this, but now he's gone. It's like, well, do I even care about making money and having a job? And doing this stuff if he's not even here anymore why am i even still here um i don't think she's asked some of those questions but that seems like the way that she would go her headspace her headspace of like yeah if she had more free time i imagine that's where she'd start going like what am i even doing mm-hmm, mm-hmm. interesting what about dane what's dane thinking i mean dane for the past two weeks has also just changed lifestyles super hard he didn't hurt people before um he got hurt he still really hasn't hurt a lot of people in this campaign. I think mm-hmm. I've, my fatality list is on one hand still. I think I've maybe killed like three people or something like that. But like, really, that hasn't done anything for him. It hasn't like changed him. It, he still doesn't like fighting. He doesn't like the idea that he could lose what he has worked for when he feels like he's worked for it all, even though he may have came from money. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He's been making making the moves that he thought he was gonna by making good money selling drugs. That escalated quickly to him managing. And now, like, I don't know, he has a lot of what he thought he wanted in life set up, mm-hmm. which was to have the money, to have even, like, a relationship, to have, I don't know, some claim to his name where he wasn't just the shitty sailor's son, the whore's daughter, or the whore's son, you know what I mean? Um, he's been making what he would assume his mother proud. His daddy couldn't care less, but he feels better than him now because he doesn't feed 
to orders of some captain. You know what I yeah. mean? He's kind of captain. True. To a certain extent, to his own life. You've probably heard, like, your dad just, like, yelling about his boss and stuff yep. like that all the time. Yep. Uh, and I don't have to deal with listening so-and-so. to a captain. Nonetheless, traveling and leaving family, I don't leave the town. I make more money than most of the town. And at this point of being a kid, a, a child to most people, like, 18 years old and being a manager at a wealthy bar is huge for him you know what i mean he's not planning on leaving that type of lifestyle behind no matter what is to come so like he can be of a great usage and he knows that but like where he just fell i think he's finding a lot of comfort in as opposed to discomfort that a lot of the team is feeling and people in the town are feeling he's feeling like like success. Elia described it as and, like almost a new feeling. Like, yeah, but you're kind of settling into. I was a, settling a into what I wanted. Yeah, like, I was like, I wanted the it. money. I wanted the booze. I wanted the women. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And when you own the bar and you make the drugs, you run into all of this. You know what I mean? I have good name at the temple. I have good name at the bars. Good name on the streets. I have a bunch of rando drug people out in the streets that are like, ha ha! You got any of the stuff? You know what I mean? So Dude. I mean. I feel like he's definitely coming to terms with what he's doing. Mm-hmm. Um, the only thing that he hasn't really agreed with is, like, the killing and the... Like, even when he was working for Saul, he was sketched about having a owner or, like, being like, do you own me now, yeah. you know what I mean? Do you own all my work? Because he yeah. wasn't cool with that, and Saul respected that, and as such, he's respecting everything that Saul's proposed. Hell yeah, hell yeah, hell yeah. Comfort. What about Crow? So the last couple of weeks have been tough for Crow. He's been in the thick of it as far as doing a lot of killing. And he's gotten his ass handed to him on more than one occasion. And he got hogtied and, you know, his mom was killed in front of him. And that mm-hmm. led to probably some of the most passionate and just most grueling battles that he's ever face but I think unlike the other two characters in the campaign violence has always been a part of Crow's life it's, it's not really it's not really anything new to him it's just the amount in which when he was a sailor he wasn't you know explicitly like just fighting that it was just kind of something that came here and there mm-hmm. but now it's kind of at least the last mission it was that's that that was the goal was to fight and kill many people but he's, he has a lot more passion for it, a lot more drive behind it, obviously because of his mom. And the amount of money is definitely coming as a shock to him, just having this work and then also going on that mission and just making a 1,000 GP. He's never really had a rich lifestyle before in the past other than he just, if he had a ship or was on a ship, he considered himself rich. But now he's kind of conflicted in what he needs to do with this newly found cash and he's just gonna slowly kind of upgrade his lifestyle I think in a way and mm-hmm. yeah all hail to Phrasma. Yeah it really seems like of everybody so far it seems like the the things that that are driving your actions and stuff are are based on things that have just kind of happened to Crow. Like mm-hmm. He hasn't really tried to well i mean you could say that the mother thing was an was a a reaction from one of his actions but it was still based on a reaction that he had to something that that yeah he's definitely upon him he's definitely being very reactive 
Um, he's not really... He's making a lot of decisions based on events that are happening instead of deciding to go on something for himself. He's letting things decide mm -hmm. his next action. Neat. Neat. One second here.